The top 10 most moronic Maxine Waters moments. Mr. Reagan. If you're unaware of the esteemed congresswoman from my state, California, you're about to get an education. Actually, she's a tad south of me, so sadly I'm unable to contribute to voting her out of office. Maxine Waters is famous for shouting everything she says. The Kremlin clan, as identified, has been on my face page on Twitter for almost two years. She's also famous for calling literally everything racist. That is absolutely racist. It's racist. Shameful racist. Back in the 90s, Maxine Waters led L.A. rioters in chants of no justice, no peace. Subsequently, 63 people were killed by angry black men throughout the course of those riots. Thanks, Maxine. She's such a gem, isn't she? Maxine Waters has also voiced her intention to socialize the oil industry, nationalizing the various oil companies. $5 will look like a very low price in the years to come if we are prohibited from finding new reserves, new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um, would be about... Basically, taking over and the government running all of your companies. Most leftists hide such intentions, but not Maxine. Maxine Waters has also expressed an intention to get reparations. If we want to get to the point where we can get reparations, we've got to have the power to do that. And white America in particular is going to be awfully surprised when we start to talk about what they think is their money. When are we going to be able to get back to forcing America to spend money on social programs? There is gold in them, their heels. I started looking into Maxine Waters' quotes when I was making my top 10 stupidest things ever said by Democrats. But while collecting stupid Maxine Waters clips, I realized that there were just so many, and they were so unbelievably stupid that she had to have her own list. And in fact, the word stupid would have to be upgraded to moronic because it wouldn't do Maxine Waters justice just to call these clips stupid. Number 10, in just one moment. First, I have to sell you something. Now, I need to talk to you about gold. There's a reason that it's been around for thousands of years as an investment, and that is its simplicity. Nothing complicated about gold. You buy it, you get tax relief on it, you store it, and it protects you against inflation. You sell it when you retire, and it keeps you safe, secure in your senior years. That's it. Noble Gold have hundreds of testimonials from people like Stefan S., who said, Buying gold was an adventure into uncharted territory for me. Honestly, I was very nervous that I would make a huge mistake, overpay for the precious metal, and go down with my ship. But Andrew and the team at Noble Gold quite literally took me by the hand and led me through the maze. I can sleep better knowing that they they have my back. Sound like a plan? Call Noble Gold now at 877-646-5347. They will have your back too. Number 10, Maxine Waters actually believed the Russian dossier was true. Also, Maxine doesn't know how to pronounce the word dossier. <laughs> Uh, your colleague, Representative Adam Schiff, says uh, he's seeking testimony of a former British spy who wrote an unsubstantiated dossier of alleged collusion between Donald Trump and Russia. Uh, do you believe anything about that dossier? 
Oh, I think it should be uh, taken a look at. I think they should really read it, understand it, analyze it, and determine what's fact, what may not be fact. We already know that the part about uh, the coverage that they have on him uh, with sex actions uh, is supposed to be true. Uh, they've said that that's absolutely true. Some other things they kind of allude to. Yes, I think he should go into that dossier and see what's there. Number nine, calling Tucker Carlson a racist. Tucker Carlson's people discovered that Maxine Waters is corrupt, and so he talked about it on the air. So naturally, he's a racist. Here's how she responded to this show in our question. Quoting now, I own several properties. The way he, me, talked about it is, what right does an African-American woman have to do well? He doesn't know anything about my investments, about the house that I've lived in for 25, 30 years. This idea of how could she afford that is racist, and I just dismiss it. In other words, we're bigots for asking the question. Are you surprised? I mean, what else was she going to say? By the way, it doesn't look like she's lived in that house for 25 or 30 years. Real estate records suggest she just bought it 13 years ago and has spent an awful lot since to remodel it. So again, where'd the money come from? Maybe she borrowed it from relatives. Since 2006, Waters has paid her own daughter $600,000 from campaign funds. Then there's her husband, who was once a director of One United Bank. Never heard of it? Well, in 2008, One United Bank got a $12 million taxpayer bailout after Waters encouraged the Treasury Department to take up the case. At the time, she did not disclose that her husband had worked there or that she still had stock holdings in that bank. Maybe those are the investments she mentioned. Or maybe she was referring to the more than $1 million the LA Times reported that her family has made by doing business with companies and people she's helped in Congress. By the way, that was almost 20 years ago. Now, some people think all this looks a little unseemly, if not criminal. One liberal group ranked Waters as among the most corrupt members of Congress. We are withholding judgment on that, despite the Congresswoman's name calling, but we really would like a real answer. We've asked Waters to appear on this show many times to explain, and we're gonna keep asking. Number eight, Maxine's peculiar hatred of Ben Carson. Watch the inexplicable hatred Maxine Waters has for the brilliant neurosurgeon and all-around good man, Ben Carson. The president was defending the white wing nationalists and the uh, KKK and all of those alt-right groups. But this is what this cabinet looks like. Mm -hmm. Whether we talk about Mnuchin's or Ben Carson, that's over right. <laughs> And by the way, we're going to take care of Ben Carson, too. <laughs> You wrote a pretty harsh letter to Senator, to um, Secretary Ben Carson, the HUD secretary and former <laughs> neurosurgeon who grew up in public housing, who grew up in poverty. What would you say to him if he happens to have his TV on on MSNBC this morning? Well, you know, I sent him a letter and he sent me a letter, you know, claiming that I had no manners, et cetera. I basically said to my staff, I really don't have time to be bothered with somebody who doesn't know the difference between R-E-O and O-E-O. -E I mean, you know, this guy just doesn't have uh, the background, the capability, uh, the intelligence to do the job. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't care about this issue. He rises to the occasion to basically support this president. I'm going to be so happy when they're all out of here. They're hurting our yeah. country. They're undermining our democracy. And they're being very destructive. And I hope the American people can see that if we allow this president and his cabinet to get away with what they're doing, they will be destroying, you know, the presidency uh, and that office forever. Yeah. Uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters always um, speaks truth to power. During a speech on Saturday in New Orleans, Waters said that when Carson appears before her congressional committee, quote, 
I'm going to take his ass apart. Why Maxine Waters has such an intense hatred of Ben Carson is beyond me. My best guess, Maxine Waters believes black Republicans are Uncle Tom's. This is a pretty typical accusation of black leftists against black conservatives. Number seven, MSNBC reporter confuses Daffy Maxine. And Congressman, we're just, uh, in case you can't see, showing video of you standing on the aisle and shaking a number of presidents' hands over the years, both Republicans uh, and Democrats. So my final question to you, Congressman Engel. No, you uh, have not. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had been talking to me about standing on the aisle and shaking hands. No, I'm sorry, Congresswoman I'm sorry. Maxine okay. Waters. Yes, uh, I'm talking okay. to Congressman Engel, who has okay. stood there and we've shown over the years. Okay. I I'm Thank sorry about you. that uh, for the confusion. Sure. Uh, Don't you tell me I shook Donald Trump's hand. <laughs> Number six, Trump works for Putin. I really do believe that much of what you saw coming out of Trump's mouth was a play from Putin's playbook. I think that when you saw him absolutely uh, calling Hillary crooked, uh, the uh, locker up, locker up, all of that was developed. I think that was developed strategically uh, with people from the Kremlin, uh, with Putin. I think it's a lot more absolute. So you think, you think the Russian government race. developed the talking points for the Trump campaign? I think that there was was a cooperation in developing strategy about how they could ensure that Hillary Clinton was not elected. He does not care about them having invaded Crimea, and he does not care whether or not this egotistical maniac Putin uh, is but attempting to reunite the whole Soviet I know we need to go soon, but just yes. to be clear, we haven't, there has yes. been no actual evidence yet. No, it has not been. Okay. No, it has not. And now, this is not something she said once. She carried on about this many, many times in many interviews. She was either absolutely convinced that Trump worked for Putin or just perfectly willing to lie on national television over and over again about this. I, if I were to make a bet on this, I think she believed it. Number five, I will not yield. We are trying to make sure that we're making America great every day in every way. And the best way to do that is to stop talking about discrimination and start talking about the nation. We're coming together as a people in spite of what you say. Thank you, gentlemen. I yield back. Gentlemen's time has expired. Uh, members are reminded to address their remarks to the chair, the uh, gentleman from Texas Reserves, the gentlelady from California. Thank you very much. Uh, the gentleman, Mr. Kelly, please do not leave uh, because I want you to know that I am more offended as an African-American woman than you will ever be. And this business about making America great again, it is your president that's dividing this country. And don't talk to me about the fact that we don't understand what happens on the automobile. No, I will not yield. No, I will not yield. Okay. I, don't tell me that we don't understand. That's the, the attitude that's been given toward women time and time again. The gentlelady will suspend. The chair wishes to remind all members that they are to address their remarks to the chair. Gentlelady I will continue. The chair, but don't stop me in the middle when you didn't stop him in the middle. And so I shall continue. Don't you dare talk to me like that and think that somehow women don't understand what goes on on the floor of automobile dealers. Minded to direct her remarks to the chair. The gentlelady will continue in order. I will continue 
to do that. However, I don't appreciate that you did not interrupt him when he was making those outrageous remarks about him knowing more about discrimination than I know about discrimination. I resent that and I resent the remark about making America great again. He's down here making a speech for this dishonorable president of the United States of America. Having said that, I reserve the balance of my time and no, I do not yield not one second to you. Not one second. Not one second to you. Honestly, I don't even know how her colleagues put up with her. She is insufferable and horrible. You know what? Sometimes these people, they're just entertainment. Number four, questioning banks about student loans. Now, apparently, she actually publicly lauded and celebrated this nationalization of student loans. She, at the time, she was like all about it and super, super happy. And then questioning these banks, she just forgot, I guess. What are you guys doing to help us with the student loan debt? Who would like to answer first? Mr. Monaghan, Big Bank. Uh, We stopped making student loans in 2007 or so. Oh, so you don't do it anymore, Mr. Corbett? We exited student lending in 2009. Mr. Diamond? When the government took over student lending in 2010 or so, we stopped doing all student lending. Uh, Thank you. Number three, relentless calls to impeach Donald Trump. I feel it very deeply. I am so offended by him, and I love my people so much that I am not going to put up with it. I'm going to say impeach 45 every day. Impeach 45 every day. Impeach 45 every day. This president has advocated violence. Uh, This president, in my estimation, was eligible for impeachment long before Mm. this. Impeach 45! I want to read something you said today to get a fuller understanding. You said, okay. with regard to Donald Trump, he's using mob language. He's implying people should be killed for whistleblowing. Impeachment's not good enough for Trump. He needs to be imprisoned and placed in solitary confinement. But for now, impeachment is the imperative. That's um, right. I ask you tonight, are you speaking literally? Uh, and do you have any concern you're prejudging the House impeachment and Senate trial process by declaring he should be I I guess, convicted and and held in solitary. No, not really. Uh, uh, As you said, uh, I said impeachment is the imperative. I did express myself in ways to show how terrible I think he is and how he really should be punished. But, of course, impeachment is what we're focused on right now. I will fight every day until he is impeached. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. Remember some time ago I called him scumbag? Uh, I've called him a racist, deplorable, despicable, uh, added to what others are calling him, a moron, ignorant, on and on and on. The United States of America is represented by the most despicable human being that could possibly ever walk the earth. I don't honor him, I don't respect him, and I don't want to be involved with him. I don't trust him, I don't appreciate him, and I wouldn't waste my time sitting in that house listening to what he has to to say he does not deserve my attention bizarrely maxine waters denied ever calling for impeachment i'm wondering why is it appropriate to call for the impeachment of the president less than a month after i'm taking office i have not called for the impeachment yet well, well some of the questions not, i have not called for impeachment 
You said uh, I'm going to fight I, every day until he's in peace. That's what you tweeted. Yeah, but here's what I've said. And this is all absurdly hypocritical because during the Clinton impeachment, she called it a coup. They are trying to do with this impeachment what they were unable to do at the ballot box. They know that they're not impeachable offenses, but they press forward because it is really a coup d'etat. Today, we are here in the People's House debating the partisan impeachment of the President of the United States of America. This is indeed a Republican coup d'etat. I guess she doesn't mind a good old-fashioned coup d'etat when it's being attempted by Democrats. Number two, reclaiming my time. Okay, this one is hilarious. Just watch. Is there some reason why I did not get a response uh, to the letter that I sent? So, uh, Ranking Member Waters, first of all, let me thank you for your service to California. Reclaiming my time. Several times. Reclaiming my time. When we were doing our... our Reclaiming my time. The time belongs to the gentlelady from California. Why did you not respond to me and my colleagues? I was going to answer that. Just please uh, go straight to and the answer. Mr. Chairman, I thought when you read the rules, you acknowledged that I shouldn't be interrupted. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, will you respond to the question of why I did not get a response, me and my colleagues, to the May 23rd letter? Well, I was going to tell you my response. Just tell me. Okay. So... First of all, okay, let me just say that the Department of Treasury has cooperated extensively with the Senate Intel Committee, with the reclaiming House Intel time, Committee, with the Senate time, Judiciary Reclaiming my time. Okay. Reclaiming my fact, time. Mr. Secretary, the, time. the time belongs to the gentlelady from California. Perhaps, Mr. Chairman, I don't understand the rules because reclaiming I thought I was time. allowed to answer questions. Reclaiming my time, would you please explain the rules and do not take that away from my time? We will give the gentle lady adequate time. So what I read, Mr. Secretary, were statements of the ranking member and Democratic colleagues on how administration witnesses should be treated, not necessarily the way they will be treated. So the time belongs to the gentlelady from California, but I assure you majority members will allow you to answer the question when it is our time. Okay. So uh, I, I would like to emphasize we believe we've been very responsive my time. and will continue Thank you to do very so. Much. You left a message yesterday, or someone on staff left a message. No, we didn't leave a message. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. You did not respond. You left a message. Let us keep going. Now, I actually thought that this reclaiming my time clip was so funny that I called Valeria over and I had her watch it. And now, every time I ask her if she has a second, she screams at me, reclaiming my time. All right, now, before I show you number one, we have an honorable mention. This clip is called Strong Black Woman. I'm a strong black woman. Okay, now the reason I included this is because when Maxine Waters says the word strong black woman, what she really means is insufferable bitch. And I made a whole video about this called The Problem with Black Culture. Check it out after this video if you have time. And now for number one. I don't feel like I even have to set this one up as I'm sure you've all seen it. So without further ado, I give you... 
pushback on them. But these members of his cabinet who remain and try to defend him, they're not going to be able to go to a restaurant. They're not going to be able to stop at a gas station. They're not going to be able to shop at a department store. The people are going to turn on them. They're going to protest. They're going to absolutely harass them until they decide that they're going to tell the president, no, I can't hang with you. You have members of your cabinet uh, that are being booed out of restaurants. Who have protesters taking up at their house. Who's saying no peace, no sleep. No peace, no sleep. And so let's stay the course. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Now, Maxine Waters is hilarious. I think we can all agree on that. But she's also dangerous. Many years ago, during the Obama administration, the woman facilitated a bailout of a bank in which her husband sat on the board of directors, and her husband also owned a sizable stake in the company. She ensured that the bank received over $12 million in relief money from the federal government. So not only is she one of the stupidest people in Congress, she's also one of the most corrupt. Again, let me just say that finding these clips was incredibly difficult because YouTube appears to be actively hiding videos that cast a negative light on Democrats or Democrat ideas. It's bizarre. And again, we're all aware that YouTube modifies the algorithm to reduce my subscribers and my distribution and other conservatives like me. But to hide negative reporting on Democrats, that's another step forward in actively manipulating the public to influence elections. I'm a firm believer in free expression, and that includes the people over at YouTube. But when the method you employ to express your views is the suppression of other people's ideas, that's called oppression. I don't care if YouTube is a private entity. This practice needs to stop. They need to be regulated. A free expression of political ideas is absolutely necessary for the health of any free republic. The U.S. government must regulate YouTube immediately. I know a lot of conservatives, a lot of libertarians, you're going to hate me saying that, but it's true. All right, that's it for me. Thanks for watching. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Good night. We have so many people who can't see a fat man standing beside a thin one without coming to the conclusion the fat man got that way by taking advantage of the thin one. Mr. President, in talking about the continuing recession tonight, you blame mistakes of the past, and you blame the Congress. Does any of the blame belong to you? Yes, because for many years I was a Democrat. 